Welcome to the Silent Plus Podcast with uh, me, I'm Josh Watford, and Pastor John Nicholson. That's me. That's him. And we're here just talking about uh, just things going on in Siloam. This particular podcast and some subsequent podcasts will be about spiritual disciplines. But just before we jump in, I kind of want to talk about what is this podcast? What's the purpose of this podcast? Where do you see this podcast going? Uh, And John came to me with this idea uh, because I listened to a bunch of podcasts. He listens to a bunch of podcasts. And I honestly didn't think about us doing a podcast together simply because I listen to enough. I have enough doing <laughs> enough to do already. Uh, but he came to me with this and I thought it was a good idea because we have a whole lot of conversations going on in our church yeah. that I feel like it would be great for us to flesh out a little bit more. And so what's your take on that? Josh? Yeah. And that was the whole idea. And, and, and props to Josh for introducing me to the whole world of podcasts. I, I have several I enjoy. So if you're interested in some, I'll give you some recommendations later, but um, it, it's really opened my eyes. And then just thinking about how do we uh, have another point of communication with our church family? Because mm-hmm. uh, there are so many things that are going on and conversations that are happening um, that maybe two or three of us are, are having that we really need to at least introduce it and let other people into that conversation right. a little more. And so that's just a way to do that. Some of these may be just kind of follow-ons to what we're talking about on Sunday mornings. They may come out of business meetings or other things, other significant things. This is, as it says, or this, the, the title so far is Cylon Plus, just uh, the additional thoughts that are kind of behind the scenes with some of the stuff that's going on. Yeah, so don't be looking for any type of real logical uh, <laughs> follow-up to all these different podcasts. We're just kind of going as it goes and uh, whatever we're talking about as a church, we'll just take that up and, right. and try to flesh that out a little bit more. Yeah, and uh, we would absolutely love to hear from you guys right. as to you know topics that you would like to maybe hear from Josh and I uh, on and uh, just uh, to allow you to maybe get a little more of our heart, a little more of uh, where we're coming from and things that we think about uh, matters that you're facing and dealing with out there in the world. And we're thinking about different guests that we can have sure. on and, and if there's a particular topic that we're discussing as a church that you feel like, hey, I'd, I'd love to be a part of that podcast. You know, I'd, I'd I don't know if I can open that up like that, Absolutely. John. But uh, anyways, just let us know and we can talk through that. We we want to hear from different people, and I'm sure different people want to hear from other people than just me and John because <laughs> we know we're not the only voices here in the church, but uh, we're the ones here at the church. Right. So we just it just lends itself naturally for us to do the podcast. So anyways, just be thinking about that. Think about things that uh, you would like to hear about and. Uh, other topics that you may even be able to be a voice in, and we'll uh, look forward to hearing those conversations. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we're, and we're going to try and keep these relatively brief. We want you to be able to listen to them in a short amount of time, but uh, also maybe to just keep your uh, keep the meal wheels turning and, uh, and keep you thinking about things that are of importance to us as a church family. So that's kind of where we're going. With some yeah, of this. the podcast experts say that a podcast should be as long as a commute. You should be able to listen to it on your commute to work. Wow, so I'm like a 30-second podcast. Right. It's been great having you all here. We'll talk to you <laughs> next time. That's what I was going to say. So, so they say 25 minutes because that's the average commute. Yeah. I'm like, they don't live in Marion. So, uh, they will be longer than uh, 30 seconds. Yeah. But uh, So hopefully you can listen to it on your way to work and on your way back from work and then maybe when you're cooking supper or something there like we go. that. So, But anyways, to dive into our topic for today, sure. you preached this past Sunday on just kind of the uh, the – the purpose, the reasoning, the the the, the 
foundation for... This is a test to see if you really listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> I nodded off a couple times. But like, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you weren't alone. <laughs> I, had, uh, I had some comments. Here's some banter for you. I had some... Uh, it was actually Tamara Brewer who texted me and said, loved hearing your answers to all of John's questions over the, uh, the live stream. And I... I Honestly, I didn't even realize I was doing that. She said I was answering your questions. And oh, that's cool. Like, she was like, "Good job, Josh." So I got to go back and watch it. I got to be careful what I say. Uh, no <laughs> doubt, st- sitting right there beside the live stream. Uh, but yeah, so just kind of introducing this whole idea of the spiritual disciplines. I started this with the youth a, a couple weeks ago as well, and so uh, we're kind of going through this together as a church. And uh, so you have some ideas, I have some ideas. So just give us kind of the reasoning behind. Uh, your purpose of starting this in, you know, big church is yeah. what I like to call it. Right, right. Uh, why is this a, a big church type sermon series as opposed to just a Sunday night or right. a prayer meeting type uh, series? Well, it was really interesting, you know, and this was one of those, un uh, I guess maybe a serendipitous kind of thing that happened in our Benedict Option conversations that we've been having on Sunday nights. And uh, those have just really been rich and uh, they've been challenging. Uh, I think they've given us some good ideas as to some things that we're going to have to really reinvest in and begin thinking back through as a church. And early in the conversation, it was maybe week three or four, I think, that we uh, had gathered. And Dreyer begins laying out the whole notion of what the Benedict ideal is. Right. And so much of that was practicing these disciplines in community. Mm-hmm. And we discovered, and there was a good group there that night, you know, 15 to 20 folks, um, and really kind of discovered that there was a lack, uh, and this was just wasn't anything that somebody pointed out in somebody else's life. It was just this general sense that we lack some basic understanding of what these disciplines are. Not so much for us individually. We get, I need to pray, I need to read my Bible, I probably should uh, do some scripture memory, whether I'm doing that very well or not. Uh, you've introduced the whole issue of fasting. We'll cover that along the way. But, mm-hmm. you know, things that maybe we know we should do, but we might may or may not be doing them as individuals, but the notion of trying to do these in community yeah. and having a, a, a clear-eyed focus on doing those in community, that's really where this came out of and, and just that need. And so you know, it's got us started down the path of having the conversation anyway. Yeah, I, I thought that was a really good conversation that night with the Benedict Domption. <clears throat> Uh, you know, he, he talks about how when we're entering in this post-Christian mm-hmm. uh, society, we're going to have to have these grounders, the, these things that keep us grounded, right. uh, not only to Christ, but to one another as well. And when you are walking through some of the same scripture passages together, you know, if we're uh, memorizing scripture together, uh, obviously doing things together, holds uh, you have accountability, but there's also something that is... When you go back and forth, when you're talking about these things together, when when you're fasting together, when you're uh, going out and sharing the gospel together, when you're serving together, when you're worshiping together, all these different things, uh, it's it's not just that those actual things nourish you. It's a compounded thing of doing it with somebody else. Right. And so it's not just you know it doubles it. It probably quadruples it, you yeah. know, the, the effectiveness that it has of it. Yeah, there is a definite so, multiplying effect in right, that. Right, right. Uh, you know, even from a disciples-making idea, you know, of, of multiplying and creating more disciples, but also multiplying that impact in our own lives because when, you know, uh, what is it, Proverbs says, you know, 
one by himself, but two together, they have good reward for their labor. Uh, you know, that's that's part of this idea is that we're we're in this journey together and, and mm-hmm. reconnecting together. And I think, and this is another part of the conversation that's come up, um, is in our westernized Christianity, you know, that we have become so hyper individualized. Right. Uh, it's all about me. And, you know, Rick Warren was probably ahead of his time when he wrote The uh, Purpose Driven Life almost 25 years ago now, maybe 30 years ago. It's been a while. But, uh, you know, the opening line of that is, it's not about you. And, That's right. you know, that was that was really a revolutionary notion at that moment. But it continues to be. And so the need for us to, to recognize that, that what we do as individuals has direct impact on what we do collectively as a church. And now with the incredibly rapid shifts that we're seeing in our society and our culture and really in our world, uh, the need for us to have those anchor points like you're talking about uh, is is incredibly vital. And Dreyer points that out. It talks about, you know, uh, these practices being ancient, but they're new. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've already embraced a little bit of that by, you know, the recitation of the, of the Apostles' Creed, the reaffirmation of our faith each week through yeah. that. And that's just become one of those anchor points for us, you know, utilizing the, the Lord's Prayer. Uh, yeah, it can become rote. It could become empty. But if we collectively and intentionally make it a living thing that's going on with us yeah. uh, and it's helping us stay connected to our faith, that, that changes the dynamic of that uh, pretty tremendously, I think. And I think that's, I really like anchor points. I think I said grounding points. I like anchor points even better. Uh, but but that's exactly what it does. It anchors us to the faith and it anchors us to one another. Uh, and anyways, I'm excited to go down this journey. I am too. Uh, I, I think it's going to be uh, very rewarding. So here's here's a question for you. I'm not an interviewer by any <laughs> sense, but, but just as we were talking this through, and this is kind of, you hit this several times during a sermon, but kind of... Uh, Dive off into it for us a little bit. How can we keep this from being just a checkbox mentality? Yeah. Because I think that's why a lot of people steer clear of some of this. is because there's a legalism that can be bound up with it. And I I think we don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Because, I mean, you can turn anything legalistic. Right. uh, But we don't tell people to not go to church because, you know, it can become legalistic right. going to church. So how do we, in, in our attitudes and even in our practical living this out, how do we keep this from becoming checkbox Christianity? Yeah, that, that's, and I think that's the great, great challenge with all of this to do that because we're going to tend to that. And in fact, I think sometimes it will just naturally be that because there are some days, you know, pastoral confession here, that reading my Bible is really one of the last things I want to do. We get busy sometimes. Well, not only busy, but sometimes I'm just tired or I'm just, you know, I got other things on my mind or whatever. Right. And the difference there is some days it is just check the box. I know this is something I need to do. So I'm going to, it's kind of like brushing my teeth, you know, brushing my teeth is, you know, it may not be the most, you know, energizing, uh, you know, renewing moment of my day, but it makes a difference when I don't do it for me and for people around me. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, but, and it's just one of those disciplines for my, my physical health, the same with my spiritual health. Some days it is just the checkbox, but there are those times when, um, man, you enter in and the only way that you enter in, the only way that you get to that place is by having done the work 
to be prepared for that moment. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa and I shared our, our, we had our 33rd anniversary uh, over the weekend. Congratulations. Thank you. We, we've made it this far and uh, looking forward to another year of not killing each other. So that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, but, um, uh, but we were sitting there talking about the meals and, and just some of those, we've eaten a lot of meals together, you know, mm-hmm. two or three a day, you know, yeah. uh, for 33 years. I, I don't know what that amounts to. That's a lot of meals that we've eaten together. But there are some over the course of 33 years that we could just immediately bring back because they were just filled with importance. They were filled with substance. They were filled with with life-giving moments that, that we carry with us all the yeah. time. And the discipline, this is pretty base and crude, but the, the discipline of eating and the discipline of eating together yeah. provided the opportunity for those things to happen. Mm-hmm. If we were in the habit of not eating together, as that happens sometimes in couples' lives, I know, uh, or if we were in the habit of just, you know, really not making it a point to sit down and eat or watch TV while we're eating or that sort of thing, it, it takes away the opportunities for those moments. But having the discipline through the years, not every meal's been memorable, but every meal has been important, and it has prepared us for those important moments. So I, I think, I don't know if that gets at it, but... No. Um, and, and it's also intentional. Right. Like, you, you have to plan a meal. Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't you go get fast food, but <laughs> that's, the analogy breaks down at some sure. point. Um, but you have to plan for it. You have a general designated time for it. And so that's really what we're talking about with this is intentionality. Right. You know, it's, you don't just drift into memorizing Bible verses. Right. You don't just drift in living a selfless life of service. Uh, you don't just find silence and solitude yeah. just laying about anywhere. Right. <laughs> you got to go looking for that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, okay, so I, I don't want to go too long, but First Timothy 4, 7 through 8, this is what uh, we as uh, a youth group have, have been working through. And it says, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. And I think one of the things that I've been trying to point out to the students is that, yes, we know that these things have uh, value and purpose for the life to come, but Paul says it's also for this present life. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a generally happier, better person to be around when I'm walking in Christ. Right. That's That's just general. And I can be a more productive person for the kingdom by sharing my faith mm-hmm. and all the things that go on on this earth, it's it's a better life to live when I'm living out. Well, when I'm training for godliness, right. when I'm training my body, and that's intentional. One of the things that I had them ask, or I asked them, had them answer, was, you know, could you wake up tomorrow and run a marathon? Obviously not. Nobody in the room could. But I told them if I gave you six months. Could you possibly do it? And everybody was like, well, yeah. And then we went through the list of here's things you would have to start doing and have to stop doing. Like there, you got to start some things and stop some things. Uh, And that's the same thing spiritual wise. And and that's, that's, I hope that in subsequent podcasts, we can continue to talk about those real particulars. But I I just, you know, I I think first Timothy four, seven through eight is just key in this thinking about training in godliness. Right. And I think that's so important also just that it, it and Paul is doing that. He's this this has impact in every part of our lives. Yeah. We yeah. we have made this and this is another error that we have drifted into, I think, as a church, is that we've separated certainly the culture has done this, we've separated our spiritual life out to some other little 
niche of our, our lives that it really doesn't impact yeah. our day-to-day existence. That is not the biblical case. Everything that we do has has impact on our day-to-day lives. And as I spoke Sunday from Romans 12 there, you know, that this is our reasonable act of worship. It's, it's it, it impacts every aspect of our day. Yeah. And so preparing for that and preparing accordingly is it, it, a game changer, I think. And uh, just helping us to be more perceptive and more aware of what is God doing around me and how do I get involved in that. And the only way to do that is to be training ourselves for that. Right. Uh what else you got? Because I mean, we're we're right at the fifteen. Yeah, we're right, good there. Running right. on time, so uh, man, we got all kinds long. of things. But we got next week that we can unpack some additional stuff. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, yeah. this is going to be a, a fun, fun, ongoing conversation. I think I'm going to leave us with this. Go for it. Salvation happens in an instant. Becoming like Jesus happens all your life. That's it. That's it. We can parse that out, but I think that's a pretty good statement. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we just encourage everyone listening here, just dive into the spiritual disciplines. We'll be talking about the particulars in some uh, following podcasts. But uh, just uh, hope to see you on Sunday morning yep. as we continue to talk about this. And if you're a student, I hope to see you on Wednesday nights to, to continue talking about this as well. Uh, any last words, John? Take a minute, share this podcast with somebody, spread the word. Yep. We'll uh, look forward to uh, uh, seeing you next time. We're on board here. All right. See you all next time. Later.